All out from a Agape Love Network. Thank you for having us here tonight. Uh, we're blessed that we're going to be have. We're blessed to have a wonderful panel tonight by these amazing women that we're going to be having here tonight. So first of all, Agape Love Network magazine is for Christian singles and couples that share their stories, matters of life, relationships, and marriages, okay? Now, what do we do? We do a lot of virtual conferences, discussions, workshop, passing, speaking opportunities, and many, many, many more. So tonight, guess what? The topic that we're going to be having tonight is why do women pass over good men. So that's going to be the line of our discussion tonight. And so um, uh, I just want to just take it from there. And then we'll have the ladies actually come in and start the discussion. Awesome. Well, hello. Hi, everyone. Hello. Hi. Shanice, can you hear us? Okay, I think, all right, I'm not sure if she can hear, but um, all right, but while we're getting her together, um, hello, hi, Michelle, how are you? Nice hi, to hi. meet you. Mm -hmm. um, and I know, you know, I'm in the group and I comment um, a lot. And I think one of the things that's neat about this conversation is that um, by having the conversation from both sides, uh, we're able to, it's, it becomes a dialogue, right? Instead of pointing fingers, this is an opportunity for us to just share our experiences and uh, prayerfully something that one of us says um, is enlightening. It's an opportunity for us to learn about each other and validate what we're feeling and what we've experienced, but also to give the um, these good men some insight on how God uniquely designed us and how we process information differently. I think ultimately, and, and you know, you all can chime in, I think ultimately that's really what it's about. We're just designed differently. So we experience things differently. Um, there, there's some unifying things, but we're different and, and we're, it's supposed to be that way. So I love that we'll have the opportunity to talk about what some of those differences are and then what some of those similarities are. And then we're, you know, we'll definitely make, make it work. So um, I guess the, the best thing to do would be to introduce ourselves and then um, I'll pose a question. Maybe we can introduce ourselves who we are, what we do, 
Um, and then the question would, I think the, the, the place for us that we can start would be, what is a good man and who defines it, right? Because in order for us to have a conversation about passing over good men, mm-hmm. I think you have to level the playing field. What is a good man? Because some people might think that they're one and, and not. So I'd, I'd love to hear you all's take on that. So I'll, I'll um, go first. I am Asha Watson. I'm an author, speaker, and a poet. I love words. I was the, the child who got talks too much on every one of my report cards. Um, and now God has used that um, gift <laughs> To, to motivate and impact and empower others. I am passionate about empowering the next generation um, and raising confident and bullyproof children because I've experienced all of those things. So that's really what I do. I write books around those things and, and all that stuff. So i um, excited to be in Agape. I, I enjoy being in here. So I'm looking forward to um, you know having the conversation. And I'll, I'll, I'll let you all start the question first. So I'll I introduce myself and then and then pitch it. So I'll pitch it over. I think the person I see next is Michelle. I'll tag you. Well, um, my name is Michelle Thomas. I am um, a preacher. I'm a life coach. Um, my secular job is um, how do I say this? What without revealing where I work? I work in um, financial compliance. I'll put it like that. <laughs> And um, I think I've been a member of the Agape Network now probably about two or three years. Um, And that's just a little bit about me. I'm a Georgia peach. I'm the mother of one daughter. And thank you so much for having me on tonight. Um, Did you want me to go ahead and address the question or am I just introducing myself? How do you all want to do it? Do you want to introduce ourselves first and then tackle? Okay, let's introduce ourselves first and then tackle the question. Yeah, perfect. I'll pop in. I'm Shakima Wilson. I am by profession a teacher. Or I work in education, not necessarily in the classroom anymore. I'm in support role, um, but in my outside of that, I am a licensed minister, ordained pastor. But my focus is women. I am about empowering women to be the best women they can be, the best mothers they can be, and the best wives they can be, if that is their desire to be a wife. Um, I facilitate groups four days a week. also do teens as well. Um, that is a mixed group. And um, I'm a social media influencer outside of that. So you can find me on Facebook or um, Instagram as Shakima Wilson. But on YouTube, I'm one mom, two girls, two boys, eight and all, where I chronicle my life as being a single mom, raising strong children with the help of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. That's where we get the eight from. People are like that doesn't equal eight. <laughs> All the right people. So um, that's what we've been doing. I think I've been a part of Agape for, ooh, blessed be Jesus, seven or eight years. I can't you. It's been oh wow, <laughs> probably longer than that. But I'm gonna give it that. Um, and very happy to to be in the group. I don't chime in as much because I'm over here building a brand. Um, but when I saw this opportunity, I said, let me jump in so that. Um, you know, like you said, different perspectives, different people can share. So that's what I do. Absolutely. Thank you. And Sharnice, did we get you all settled? Welcome, welcome. Thank you. <laughs> Good. You can hear us. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> I know those tech, those technical difficulties. I'm like, no, I know she has yeah. something to say. This is going to work. Amen. So welcome. <laughs> yes, please introduce yourself. Um, I'm Sharnice. I'm a certified personal trainer. I'm also a track coach as well. Um, 
I do e-commerce stuff on the side a little bit too. Um, that's pretty much all I have to say. <laughs> I love it. I love the diversity in the group. So that's awesome because I think that we're already starting out from various perspectives and what we do, how we approach things. Um, so that's, that's, I love it. So who wants to tackle that first? What is a good man? So when, when you saw the, the topic, um, you know, why do women pass over good men? At first, I think I read it in reverse, right? I read it backwards and then I had to read it again. So at first I was like, oh yeah, I want to, I want to talk about that. Right. My, my neck was going and everything. And then it was like, oh, wait a minute. Oh, wait. And, and then I had to think about it. Well, that happens, right? And so, you know, what, 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 what were you thinking? Like when you saw it and what is a good man to you when you saw that, like what's the definition of, of a good man? Well, um, when I saw it, the first word that stood out to me was good. Mm -hmm. um, I think the word good is subjective. There we um, go. You know, when I, I was like, who can really define what a good man is? That's that's so subjective. Um, I think uh, just like beauty is in the eye of the beholder, so is good. Yeah. Um, what is good to me, My and it's kind of hard to define. It's kind of hard to just give a general definition of a good man because each woman, just like we have diversity here on the panel, each woman has their own needs. Mm -hmm. They have their own desire. They have their own wants. So... It's kind of difficult to just put in one definition what a good man is. It's whatever that particular person is looking for. Um, I also look at the word Passover because I don't think we pass over anything good per se. Mm -hmm. um, there again, the, the question is what is good in the eyes of that individual? Um, and a wise old man once told me um, one time, you can do a good thing, but it not be the right thing. So yeah. the question is, he may be a good man, but is he the right man for me? That's, so that, that's how I choose to answer that question. I, you know, I have what my idea of what I feel like a good man is, but I don't think that's a, something that we can generalize. I don't think women necessarily pass over a good man. I think we just might be looking for the right man mm -hmm. for us. Mm -hmm. I love that. I love that. And I think one of the things that stood out to me, good stood out to me, because I think there's also something it's like, I, I, I do believe that I have passed over good men because I don't feel that good was good. Like I want God's best for me. It wasn't so, right. Right. <laughs> right. So it's the same. We're saying the same thing. Right. The best. And so, so there are opportunities and there are people's like, ah, He's, you know, yeah. uh, type of thing. Um, and where there are qualities that fit, there are things that fit, but something in my spirit knows that's not the connection or something is off or, or um, you know, and, I'll, and else I'll, you know, jump right in with it. I, uh, I'm the daughter of two pastors. Um, so born and raised in the church. And when I tell you the devil has tried to take my life in every way possible. And I did as much. I tried to help him as much as I could. And for a period of life, <laughs> um, I was helping him out. Right. I'm like, oh, my goodness. He's like, let's do this. And I'm like, OK, go ahead. Let's do that. You trying to take me out. OK. So I, I have 
there was a period of time where I had a lot of disdain for the church. Mm-hmm. And when I was dating, um, I, I found more comfortable relationships with men who weren't believers exactly. because there were a lot of opportunities. I will say a lot of men who go to church, the least amount of ethics I've experienced, and this is my personal experience, the men who have asked me to compromise some of my standards, the men who have um, objectified me or uh, um, are maybe a misogynistic in a way where they didn't value my strengths as a partnership, like they didn't see me as a partner, they saw me as competition. Mm-hmm. A lot of the times I think I, I've experienced that for men who go to church. Um, and so, you know, they're believers, they're Christians, and and um, at least that's what they profess. And so yeah. that was challenging for me because a lot of them were good men. Yeah. But that God, they weren't necessarily godly men yeah. as well. And so ultimately, as much as I would try, like my spirit knew, if I can't follow, if he is not leading me to Christ, I can't do it. I can't do it. And so I just never compromised um, that fully to, you know, to, to, to completely give up on that or to give up. Mm-hmm. Um, so I definitely think that, that that I found that to be a challenge. So when I saw good, that's what I, I saw, um, not necessarily God's best. So mm-hmm. if I'm passing over someone or I'm not um, jumping into something because this this may not be God's best for me. Mm-hmm. And I understand that there's a phrase that someone said, you'll never be enough. I'm I am enough, but I'll never be enough to a man who doesn't think I'm enough. Like I, I, there's nothing you can do to change it. And so I've learned not to take that personally when it goes the other way. Right. Wow. So it's not about me. We just if I'm not God's best, friend, I want my husband. I want my you know, I want him to find his rib. I'm not trying to. I want nobody else to test me. <laughs> so, you know, over is 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 waiting for the right one. So, yeah. Anybody else have something to contribute? I think we put here, here. It, it exactly is objective. At this point in my life, I don't I don't know that I've met a good man yet. And I, I'm not saying that from the perspective of I don't know people. But I, I was, I met my husband, my ex-husband, when I was 15 years old. We were in a relationship until I, we were married until I was 33. Okay. When I was 33, he left our family, and I've been single for the next 13 years. I've just not met anybody yet that qualifies um, as a good man. Although I'm, I'm looking. I mean, I'm, my eyes are open. Right. If they present themselves, but I haven't found myself in a um, in places or maybe situations where I see them. Um, even at my church, I, there are no single men in my church. None, not one, not <laughs> not my age anyway. <laughs> not we were talking about it last night in leadership meeting, and and my pastor was just mentioning that. I said because he would have been snapped up by now if he had. Yeah. Been, <laughs> You know, I'm not saying that there aren't any good men that have I've passed over. I just haven't met any right. yet. Yeah. I, I've done the online thing and, and I've met some really nice people. 
but it's never been like you said i think it's never been the right fit for me and what i do in my life or what i want in my life um are they i i, I met a really nice guy oh he was so nice oh yeah we're gonna get talk about that word too nice is gonna come back up go ahead go ahead but, his he, he it wasn't me that didn't like him and it wasn't him that didn't like me but his faith didn't believe in women ministers and so my my license because i was actually licensed a pastor mm -hmm. that severed the relationship and he was a very yeah. person we gelled it was good the conversation but he you know it's just differences and so until you find what works and what you feel like you know you can join yourself with i think we're going to keep missing each other i don't know that we're passing each other over yeah okay. yeah each like two ships in the night right i agree so anyway that's good oh that was good that was good all right Chinese, come on bring it home what are you thinking comment that was a great yeah. Well, I'm like pretty much in the same situation. I haven't really met too many good men. I would say when I was younger in my 20s, like kind of college age and like a little bit after college, I did have like, I will say probably just about two, <laughs> two guys. I would say they were actually pretty decent guys, but I just wasn't attracted to them. So I like didn't pursue. Well, one of them I did get into a relationship with, but it didn't work out. And then the other guy that was interested in me, I just wasn't attracted to him really. Mm -hmm. So I would say I did at least have two men that were pretty decent. I just, you know, it just wasn't the right person for me, I felt. But like now I just feel like I'm really not meeting anyone that I would consider as a good man too much really. I think that I think that that's good. And I love how we all approach that differently. You mm -hmm. said something that I kind of want to start back with um, is attraction. Mm -hmm. Do you think that so, you know, people say um, men are very visual, right? But yeah. it's really interesting to me because I really I really believe in from what what I've experienced men. If a woman is peaceful, if she's if she can be his piece, you can see some mitch matching, you know, mixed matchings where she may not be, you know, glamorous, but she's loving and she's kind and she's peaceful. I think that men will go for that. But I'm finding that women are holding the bar a little bit different. If he's not tall enough or he's not this or he's not that. Um, from conversations that I've had, women's lists are actually um, tougher than men's. Um, and so I guess, you know, one, do you agree with that or have you had a different experience? And then I guess my next question would be, do you have a list? Um, and does that play a role in finding a good man or passing over good men? I, I don't have a list. I'm 50 years old. I don't have a list. <laughs> I, and, and, and everybody's different. And let me tell you why I don't have a list. I had a list when mm -hmm. I married the first time. And I married a preacher. And he met every, he 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 checked off on the list. Yeah. Because of my experiences, I threw the list away. Because he met everything on the list, but 
you know, as someone has already said, he walked away from my family. Mm -hmm. So I decided I don't want to do the list anymore. Um, I, I, but for those that do have lists, I think women are just in a different place. I think mm -hmm. we, as a, 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 a gender has gone through so much that we're not thirsty anymore. You know, there was a period where women were thirsty. We were taught by a certain generation that a, a piece of man is better than no man. And so we tolerated a lot because of the teaching that we had from previous generations. But I think as time has moved on and, and people have watched how women have gone through different thing, things, we've come to an awakening where we're not just settling anymore. Um, when we are raising the bar because we realize, you know, for me, I've been married once. So I, I don't necessarily have a list, but I am a little bit more pickier mm -hmm. because, you know, I, I, I have another chance. And this time I'm not ignoring the red flags. This right. time I'm not going to explain away things that trouble me. You know, he may be a good man, but if there are red flags, then I'm going to pause to investigate those red flags. Before it was, oh, well, you know, there's not a lot of good men, so I'm gonna take what I can. But now it's like, no, I can wait because I don't <laughs> want to do this again. I don't want to do divorce again, so I can wait. Everything that bothers me, I'm going to, uh, I'm gonna validate it. I'm not gonna explain it away and I'm gonna investigate it. I just had a conversation with a young man um, yesterday. Um, one of the things that, one of the problems in uh, my marriage was my um, ex-husband, we pastored a church. So it was, it was a lot of strain on us financially. So we went through financially. And I feel like that tore away the fiber of our marriage, just the suffering, you know. And so one of the questions I asked him was, um, tell me about your finances. I didn't ask about that because I'm a gold digger. I asked about that because that's one of the things that was traumatic for me. So, you know, I don't care how good you look. I don't care what kind of education you have. I don't, you know, I, for me, I want to know what's your, what kind of financial decisions do you make? Mm -hmm. What kind of, you know, what kind of choices do you make? How are you spending your money? Uh, because that's a trigger for me. You know, that's something that I suffered through. And so, there again, I think it just goes back to women are just in a different place. We're just not thirsty anymore. And we're really taking our time to look at what's being presented to us. So how soon, just quick question, I just want to follow up on that. So how soon into conversations or how soon into getting to know someone would you ask that question? Me personally, um, I've known this gentleman for about two months and a half. I think it's different with however the chemistry is going. Mm -hmm. um, some people, you know, right off, we're just going to talk a couple of days. You know, that's not something I would ask on the first day because it it can come off as, oh, my goodness, is this a gold digger? <laughs> you know, so it's not something I ask immediately. But if I do see where this has the potential to go to the next level, then I do. I, I, there's not really a time frame you can put on it. I want more or less say how the chemistry is going. If mm -hmm. you are talking to this individual and you feel like, OK, this could really grow into something. I'd rather present that question sooner than later because I don't want to waste anyone's time. Like I said, I'm 50 years old. I don't want to waste anyone's time. And I don't want anyone to waste my time. So if you are I try to investigate as much as I possible uh, as possible. I try to observe, you know, I watch, that's you know, me. watch, watch. Sure. 
and I try to glean as much information as I can from the person's actions. You know, I watch when we go, if we go out on a date, you know, how is he ordering? How is he, you know, is he just ordering everything on the menu or, you know, and just listening to different cues in a, in a conversation. You know, I was uh, a new gentleman once. He was like, oh, my goodness. Um, he just happened to mention in the conversation, he said, oh, my God, my insurance was canceled. I didn't pay the insurance. Oh, my goodness. That was a red flag for me. Because I'm like, okay, why wasn't your why was your insurance canceled? Was it because you forgot about the bill? Was it because you didn't have the money to pay the bill? And eventually, somewhere in the conversation, it came out that he had went on a cruise. So immediately for me, this is a red flag. You mismanage your money, <laughs> you know. So uh, I say, go with the chemistry. If you feel like that, this is potentially going to go somewhere, then mention whatever your non-negotiables are, mention them sooner than later so that you don't waste your time. And then you don't get emotionally connected to someone because once you let your emotions get involved, they cloud your judgment and it's, it's more difficult to detach. So, you know, like I said, when you feel like the chemistry is going in a certain way and you know that you're attracted to this person and this has the potential to be something long-term, Mention it sooner than later. That's fair. That's good. Anybody else? You have a list. So for me, I have I had a list. Again, I've been married before. I had a list, and I still have a list. It's become shortened over time, and as I've matured, certain things are not important. Mm-hmm. But looking for if because at our age, you have children. Yes, nine out of ten men have children. Do you take care of your children? Yes. You can't take care of mine. Yes. Oh I'm looking. There are certain things. Do you have a job? I'm, I don't yes. Do, but do you go somewhere every day in our game? Boy. Do you um, have something on your background? Okay. <laughs> what is the, the, the dynamic and the chemistry between you and your ex or your baby mamas? Because mm-hmm. I'm aware of that stuff. Yeah. Um, a mature man handling yours. I'm not saying you can't have any of that because I have an ex who we co-parent, but Mm -hmm. are you handling it to the, to the, that when I come in that I'm not having to fight people. Listen, I ain't taking Vaseline everywhere. Okay. This is my real hair. I'm (laughs) trying to get my wig snatched by nobody. I'm not doing, I think in my older age, I'm 46. I'm just beyond the. Yeah. What does he look like now? Can he look like something? Because I got to roll over every morning and look at yes. him. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I, the morning, this I had to do something, but um, it's not necessarily about the looks or how tall he is. I, I'm five five and three quarters. I'm gonna wear heels. If you just short and you can't handle the heels, then that maybe it's not. But this is who I am. It's what I'm doing. Um, Again, I'm I'm into more mature men. I, mm-hmm. I do finances for a, for a side business. I'm, I got myself out of a very tough situation. My ex left me with all the debt and the kids. Say it. <laughs> I'm not, not going to go in that direction again. Mm-hmm. I work with anybody, but if you're not moving in the direction of getting yourself to a good spot, then perhaps we're just not the right fit at the time. So it's not a Passover. It's just we missing each other because I'm I'm firing on a different level and you firing on a different level. It's just not making the car move, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, 
I've had men look at me and tell me that I'm beautiful. I hear beautiful all the time. Well, bless God, I'm thank you. But they'll look at my bag and they'll say, oh, she must be high price. Well, they don't know my sister bought that name brand bag. Exactly. And mm -hmm. I'm a <laughs> so my 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 uh, subs are like, hey, Shakima, I saw this and I really want you to have. They send me stuff. Mm -hmm. I stop at Goodwill because I can, because I want to. Right. I anything I want, but mm -hmm. I've been as being a high maintenance woman because I have a bag that my sister thought she wanted me to have. I, I don't really care about the bag. I got others. I don't throw it in the car and moved on, but they <laughs> that and they don't give you a chance to even have a conversation. They just prejudged it. And I wish that that wouldn't have, I think we prejudge as well. Oh my God. Yeah. And oh God. And his, he balding. Mm -hmm. If we would just sit down and have conversations with people mm -hmm. and really just ask the important things. Um, I, I'm looking at your habits too. When you out spending, hey, what what we spending? I, we can go for a call. I'm good with a coffee, but if you want roof Chris, hey, I'm here for that too. Mm -hmm. So I'm looking at behaviors and different things. Um, definitely for me, I really don't care about what kind of car you drive. I don't yeah. care how tall you are. That's that's unimportant. I have a car. I, I mm -hmm. can drive myself where I need to go. Um, mm -hmm. I care about your character. I yes. care about your integrity when people say your name when your name is mentioned what yeah. idiot thought of people right and if it is negative then i i can't i don't i don't want to attack that negativity now i'm not saying you can't have somebody that don't like you and you know put you know we have situations but if everybody that hears your name yeah 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 sorry but I yeah, just, so, yeah. again i'm just looking for matureness in relationships mm -hmm. at this age yeah, that makes sense. I agree. Good. All right, Sharnice. And then we're going to start the next question with you because I want to see what, you know, we're going to give you a chance to, to come on first. So, yeah. So do you have a list and um, do you think that women keep lists more than men or do men keep miss? You know, does that affect us passing by each other? Um, yes, I do have a list, but I think the list has gotten longer now. But <laughs> um, I was also previous married before myself. I wasn't married long, just for about two years. That's about it, really. And um, my husband, he was like, my ex-husband, he was like really bad with finances as well. And it was like a lot of other stuff too. So yeah, like my list has gotten longer because that made me see things I didn't really think about like when I was younger. I didn't think about the financial part of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So now I look at people's finances more and how they handle money and everything. And then also, I'm also looking at how you treat other people as well. Mm -hmm. yeah. Because it's kind of bad if you're, you don't have a good relationship with like most of your family. Right. Like mm -hmm. one red flag I passed over myself. Like when we were dating, he wasn't speaking to any of his family until we started dating because they wanted to meet me. So that's how the their relationship like got started back up again with his family was when we started dating and got married. But I didn't even like think about that. Okay, something might be wrong here. But yeah. Um so yeah I do have a list and um in the past like with him and with other people, I didn't really stick to my list, but now I want to like actually <laughs> stick to my list this time. 
So, and I definitely do believe women have a list more than men do. Yeah. I think, and they do have particular things that they look for, but I don't think it's like as detailed as what women will look for. Cause men are like, they're, I think they're pretty easy to like, you know, find someone that they're attracted to or they feel comfortable with, but we have like a lot more that we look for than they do, I believe. Yeah, I agree. And I think that that I think the fact that we all agreed on that, that's important to note, um, because if, you know, the, the word of God says he that findeth the wife finds a good thing. So if we are to be found, but we have all these stipulations, be like, OK, yes, God, but let him be. Then are we really being found? Are we are are we also being picky? So I do think that there are, that there's a balance between the two, right? There's 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 a such thing as having standards. Sure. There are certain things that that are legitimate deal breakers, and they don't even have to be like smoking or drinking or or anything of that nature. But it can be it's like it's children, you know. I I you know I said all of us have been married before, um, and like I am finished having children. So if that if that's what he's looking, you know, then that he, he wouldn't be the match for me. So I found somebody who's that's not what he's looking for. We agree. And that's good, you know. And so it's it's definitely important for us to understand that um, we can have these lists. But if the lists become hindrance, if they're not, if the list is not surrendered to God, then the list in itself becomes a stepping stone. Like there may be something or someone that that God is trying to introduce us to. Because um, I'll say um, the list that I had, I had a list and um, it was what I wanted. Mm -hmm. Right. And until I, I met somebody who's like, okay, this is something that I need. There's a balance here, yeah. right? You, when, when you, when you start to see someone and it's like, well, wait a minute. Okay. I don't know. I would have picked that personality trait, but okay. This makes me grow, mm -hmm. you know? Okay. Wait, this, this is working on this and, 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 and those um, sort of things. Naomi says, I feel like women focus more on the internal and men focus more on the external. Actually, I kind of agree with that. I, I, I kind of think that part of that is a myth though. I think that men do, I think men are looking for peace. Yeah. Period. Like literally, I, I ultimately believe that if a man finds a woman that he can be at peace with, then more than likely, and, and fellas, you can agree or disagree or whatever. And this is not because I'm not a pick me person. So this is not pick me behavior. That's not what I'm going for. But ultimately what I've seen and from, I know a lot of good men and some are married, some are not. And the, and the ult and ultimately that's the common thread that all of them say is like, I just want, I want to come home and house is not a war zone. So I do think that they, that they're physically attracted Mm -hmm. to us so the physical catches probably the yeah. first and then they're looking for a deeper, looking I, for deeper. I teach a concept to my ladies about being a fire starter don't mm -hmm. be a fire starter in your house you want yeah. oh, oh you know he's saying something yeah. you got mm -hmm. something, you got something. no ma'am we can't do yeah. all of it. 
that. Now, maybe perhaps that's a scripture that addresses that. <laughs> yeah, different way. But yeah. um, I do think they start off with the out with the outward, and mm -hmm. then the respect. They then go into the deep. If it goes past, like Michelle was saying, if it goes to the next level, then they are looking for something a little deeper. Yeah. yeah. I do agree. And one of the things that all of you said, um, and I agree as well, is um, like, so when we got straight to the finance part, right? But that's ultimately us looking for stability. Sure. Right. And so one of the things that, we're asking is we're not it's not even so much how do you spend because if i'm good with money and you're not good with money and and you understand that you know people love or thessalonians where it says you know man submit to yeah. your you know women submit to your husbands but the the scripture right above it 22 says submit to one another right yeah. and yeah. so understanding that if he is wise enough to say you know what babe you're good with the money you mm -hmm. handle that um, or vice versa. If I'm not good with money and he is, then surrendering and submitting to each other in a way where we're, we make that work, then I think that that's wise, right? That's wisdom. And that's the best way to build relationships. But a lot of the times we look at relationships and we're looking for where the person is now and what they, you know, that what, what we see from them may be the opposite of who we are. And that might actually be God's design. And so I do wonder how many women, I think that it can go both ways. I think some of us can pass over good men that we're supposed to pass over because they're not God's best for us. But I also do think that there are a lot of opportunities where women are like, nope, that looks too much like my ex or nope, that looks, uh -uh, nope. And, and, and sometimes what I've experienced is God can bring something to you until you work it out. Mm -hmm. So he'll he'll allow you to um, experience something more than once so you can work that thing out and perfect it. And mm -hmm. sometimes like I think the two people in our lives that can help perfect us as believers, our children and our partners, our spouses. Those are the two people who will absolutely perfect you as a Christian because they're the people who will test you the most. Yes, <laughs> they will test you. So I definitely think that those are things for us to to look at and be mindful of. And I do love that. I do. I do believe I agree with um, the comment where she says, you know, they see physical and we see internal first. Well, oh, he's so sweet. Oh, he's so nice. And we'll see that first. Yes. We'll see potential. Right. Yes. But it miss all the red flags that are sitting right across the table from us. And okay. so I think that if we both get better at both, we'll. We show yeah. up. Women, we come to the first date ready to get married. Yeah. We, we got to stop that behavior. Absolutely. And we have already settled it in our mind, but that's with every man. And mm -hmm. it cannot be that way. We've got to yeah. be. We've got a date. We have never been taught how to date. We were always, yeah. I was not taught how to date. I was taught to exactly. be a wife. So you right. have, as the wife and you have zero clue how to date and men yeah. see that as pressure and they're like, oh, she's a little bit much. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> train yourself because I think some of us are from a different, you know, I was raised by elderly grandparents. Mm -hmm. When I, I moved with, with my grandparents, I was 10 years old. They were in their 60s. So I was living a whole nother life. And yeah. I'm just learning how to show up for the date. I mm -hmm. date you, 
and whomever else I choose mm -hmm. until I decide or we decide together that we want to exclusively date. We show yeah. up date number one and we exclusive. I don't think yeah. they like that. So, no, they do not. <laughs> to enjoy the journey, enjoy the process. Because I think growing up in church, I'm a PK as well. My dad's an apostle and a bishop. God bless him in Jesus' name. And I'm the first. Oh, yeah. Well, so that is so high. But in the church, you're, you're, you're taught if you date multiple people, that's unsavory behavior. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And so you got to show up as the wife, because you're only supposed to date one person. Mm -hmm. So we have to totally disengage our mind from maybe what might have not been the right teaching. Mm -hmm. I don't want to, I don't want to disregard the teaching, but why it was forced on us. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. forced on you, you cannot multiple. I'm just gaining information. Right. Not I'm out here a lot right. things, but yeah. if I if it's only you and then you got options, so you, you're exercising your options and my feelings are hurt when I'm not the option, exactly. right? I've chosen yeah. one. But if we all just gaining data to figure out if we want to mm -hmm. go to that next level. So, you know, I'm, it's about retraining my think women retraining our thinking. Yes, I am somebody's wife, but it may not be this person today. Right. Yeah. And I and I think that there's a way to do both because I, I have mixed feelings about dating multiple people at once. Sure. Um, and I think it depends on the person. Right. And so I think that there's a big movement for us to for us all to feel like we're supposed to do that. I am a very loyal person. Sure. I have a circle of people that I text and talk to regularly, consistently. So if I'm talking to someone or I'm dealing with someone, it's it's tends to be, I'm not talking to other people. Sure. But, but with that said, there is a level of understanding, guard your heart above all else, because out of it flows the rivers of life, understanding that you can talk to someone and still guard your heart. So there are things and there are, you know, not telling someone, you know, you, you, you may not know my story about what happened with my ex and then, you know, or, or any of that sort of thing um, in the beginning, because it's not necessary and it's not relevant. And I think a lot of women, um, we go into situations, like you said, we go in and we're, we're automatically showing up as this particular person's wife, but like the, when we think about it, um, the virtuous woman, she was a virtuous woman. You can be that single, mm -hmm. right? Proverbs 31, she was that herself. She mm -hmm. was doing these things, whether you have kids or family or whatever, people, your name should carry a certain weight. You should show up a certain way. People should expect certain, your, your business should be taken care of. Your household should be taken care of. That's not about being married. Other people should know that your biz that their business is safe in your mouth. Mm -hmm. Her husband heart, you know, he he's out doing what he needs to do and he could trust. Oh, she's got it. People should feel like that about us at now before we're married. Right. And so I think a lot of the times we think that the marriage part is the part that makes us into a certain woman. And it's like, no, you have to be the list to get the list. And so my, you know, my list, I don't have a list, but I, my filter is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faith, gentleness, and self-control. I am going to look at those three, those things. And I'm looking to see 
how what does your fruit look like yeah exactly what what is falling off this tree is this the apple tree or wait um, i'm seeing some pears under here i'm seeing some some you know what what is falling off this tree and i'm i'm observant and i think that when we guard our hearts mm -hmm. then we go into observation mode it's not let me show him that i'm a, a great woman i'm gonna show up as me i am silly I like to have fun. I like to laugh. I am too goofy for some men. I, Come on like, with. oh my God, you can't never be serious. Like, why? Why be serious? Like, that's just me. I, this is personality. These types of situations is when I'm the most serious, but I'm cracking jokes. I am, I am a big goofball, right? So I'm going to show up authentically as myself mm -hmm. and allow my personality to filter out whether or not we're a match and not take it personally if that if that's not the case. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that it's important to do that um, when we're in these situations, but knowing what we're filtering through, it should always be like, you know, we said, what what makes a good man? It should always go back to the word. Yeah. Um, and so one thing I do want to ask too is, um, so I think one of the, the reasons why women may um may not connect to a, a man that may be considered a good man you know everybody's trying to connect you or whatever and you just may not feel like it um what what do you all think about the concept of equally yoke i know a lot of us we learned it in the sense of religion right if he's a if i'm a christian and he's a christian then we're equally yoked and i'm of the mind and what i've learned from experience is that by itself that's the beginning of the conversation our faiths and our beliefs being um yoked is the beginning of it but if our lifestyles are not the same if um if you don't know where your bible is or <laughs> you know you ain't i ain't see you gotta dust it off our lifestyles are not going to match because I spend a lot of time in the word. And so a lot of what I talk about, what's in my heart is going to come up that those conversations are going to get on your nerves. So either you're going to influence me or I'm going to influence you. Right. Um, but it can also be finances. I think fi being financially equally yoked doesn't necessarily mean that we have to be making money at the same level, but yeah. do we have similar goals? Like I, don't want any more children. I want to practice, but I don't want no kids. I want to travel. You know, all the things. Amen. But all the things, and I want to travel, and I want to do this, and I want to do that. So I couldn't. I couldn't be with a partner who didn't like. Oh, I want to stay home, and I don't want to go anywhere. No, like, let's. Do you have a passport? Are we trying to use it? Like that's important to me. So that's a equally yoked right and so everybody's stage is different um so what are some things that you think can make people equally yoked or not equally yoked because i think that this is another way that people can pass each other right if we're not looking at that at, in a full scope then we'll miss ways that um that we should be walking past people or we may walk past people that may actually be good for us right so yeah, throwing that out there. You said something earlier that was key. You talked about um, meeting, uh, you dated someone and you didn't meet their family. For me, um, unequally yoke can be how a person was raised. Mm -hmm. I want to know what kind of childhood that you have. Because a lot of times 
people show love based on how they saw love being shown in their childhood. So for me, uh, unequally yoked for me is I, if, if your childhood was totally different from mine or if your family, I'm big on family. Mm-hmm. So if you have strained family relationships, then that's a no for me. Because I know I love my family at my house. We, my family and I get together every weekend at my mom's. We gather at somebody's house every weekend, every holiday, because we're just big on family. But if you have strained family relationships, then that's a deal breaker for me because I want my family close to me. And, you know, I, 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 I want to know, did you have a healthy upbringing? You know, how did, how did your upbringing contribute to your mental health? Mm-hmm. Um, because one of the things I think as women we can do the greatest service to ourselves is figuring out our love language. What love language, how does how do you receive love? What does love look like to you? That way, when you meet someone, you'll know whether or not they're loving you right. Do they know how to love you right? If you uh, if your love language is words of affirmation and you're dealing with someone that has an issue with communicating, that's going to cause a problem sooner or later. Mm-hmm. So that's why I say it's, it's important to me to know um, how a person's um, how, how their upbringing, what kind of relationship that you have with your mom, with your dad, or if they're still living, what kind of relationship do you have with those individuals? And now, is that something that therapy or so is that a deal breaker or is that a um, because I think that this is where when we get to the conversation about passing over. Right. So if, right. if things are hard, no, then mm-hmm. that becomes me, a list. And it, what everybody is different for me. It's a deal breaker. At my age, I'm not looking for a project. And, and I don't mean that in a mean way. I'm I'm not looking for a project. You know, so by no, now no, are we projects? Let's do it. Are that. we projects? And I was about to say, for me, I I I took the time to get healed. I was married yeah. to a pastor and it was a very ugly divorce. I didn't date for a year and a half because I said I don't want to hurt nobody's son. Yeah. But I took the time to heal. I took the time to become whole. I took the time to go to therapy. I took the time to go to counseling so that I can be the table or I can be the list. And, and I want that too. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm not being mean or I just don't yeah. want to because I'm not a project. I took he the needs time to be doing work. the work. Right. So I feel like, in, and I say this, um, one of my jobs, um, I used to work with um, unemployment benefits. And there were actually gentlemen that would um, sit across from me and attempt to ask me out on a date. And I would ask them, how are you going to take on a date? You you don't even have a job. And I don't mean that in a a degrading way, but go get yourself together. Then you come back and you try to talk to somebody. And that's how I feel in this situation. If you know you got issues, go get healed before you talk to somebody else's daughter. You know, get yourself together, get yourself whole so that you are you can be equally yoked with somebody. Now, are we all going to have problems? Yes, we are. We're going to have problems. We're going to have setbacks. But for the most part, come to the relationship healthy. Come to the relationship whole. If you know you got family issues, work that out before you bring that in. Like Shakima said, I don't want to inherit crazy, you know, and, and you I'm, you guys seem like you may be younger than us. And a lot of it has to do with our age. I, I, I don't want to do baby mama drama. I don't want to. I'm 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 half a century old. I'm getting I'm getting ready to retire, and I want to have I want to retire with peace, you know. And so yeah. that's why I say, do the work to get get yourself whole. Do do the work to be able to come to the table as 
are equally yoked individual. So that's a big one. Mental. I, I truly yes. believe you hit something huge yep. and, and I'm going to come to you, Sharnice, because I know you, you sit back at, but um, mental health issues and unresolved trauma yep. are definitely things that get good men. I have met men who are good men, but they have mommy issues and I've seen it. It's a red flag. It's how they talk to women. It shows up in so many different things. And you know they're a good man. They love God, all the things. But there's some things there that are unresolved. And as a woman, it's like, eh, I can't, I can't, I, I'm, I've retired from being um, the therapist. Yeah. No, I, I have my own therapist. I still, I, I currently have two therapists. Mm -hmm. So for two different reasons, and and I work them. They're they're part of my self care plan yeah. because when I come, you know, to it's not fifty fifty relationship. It's I want a hundred a hundred. We both come whole, and then and then God turns it into something and unifies it, and then now it's it's amazing. So I I think that that's part of it too. I think there are a lot of women who are doing the work. We're seeing therapists, we're getting help, we're doing all this stuff, we're dealing with our childhood things. And then we meet men who are good men, but they get all this unresolved stuff. And we're like, nope, I'd rather keep my peace. Yeah, that's a whole nother show. That's a whole nother show, maybe. And I know that there's no and I, I know, and, and hopefully Omar can jot this down. <laughs> Do men really have a safe place where they can that part that you know say i got mm. mommy issues i got daddy issues because that's a lot on me so that's that's a whole nother show that <laughs> is that is but that is the reason why some men do get past, if mm -hmm. if we see red flags or not you know certain traits and behaviors i know nothing will make me faster than something like that. So yeah, Sharnice, I know you're quiet. We we know you have some things to say. Go ahead and chime chime on in here. What are you, what are you thinking right now? Well, I think you're right about the unresolved childhood issues and things like that. Um because when I was married, I did notice like some of my ex-husband's behavior was coming from things he dealt with as a child because he would tell me stories about like how his parents would talk to him and treat him things like that and then I don't think he was like confident about his looks because of his parents and things like that went on and then I started to notice he would project like mm -hmm. certain feelings onto me mm -hmm. about certain things but yeah it is good to like make sure you're getting the help you need and things like that and then with him, he he was actually going to counseling and things. But I think sometimes men, like when they meet a woman that they feel like is like the one for them, they kind of, you know, mm -hmm. stop doing everything they was doing to get the help that they need. Yeah. Then the woman becomes like the therapist. Now you yeah. got the therapist. Yeah. Now you're trying to like use your significant other as like the therapist or the person that's going to heal you or whatever, when that's something you have to do on your own for the most part. So yeah, I believe that's right about that. That's good. And I think that that goes to the yoke too, right? If, if, mm -hmm. if your foundation of, of the, if the core of who you are is not rooted in God 
and it's rooted in anything else. My mommy did, my dad did, the teacher did, the, the bus driver did, my babysitter did, whatever it is. If that thing speaks longer th louder than whatever God says about you, then you can't be God's greatest. Mm -hmm. And that goes for women and men. And I think that we both have to do the work to get to the place that whatever God says about me is the loudest thing I'm hearing. That's what's in my ear. So if if he if this man walks away, if that one passes me by, if I you know, and I've been in a situation where I was in a, a decent relationship and God told me, like, let it go, put it on the altar. And it was an Isaac moment. Right. And I'm thinking, OK, well, I'm going to do it. Yeah. Thinking, OK, the ram in the bush is coming. Yeah. <laughs> right? I was like, OK, God, I'm going to be obedient. <laughs> wink, wink. Right. OK, I'm going I'm to stop talking. I'm going to block them. Da, 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 da. Thinking we're going to reconnect because it was it it was. It was a good relationship. We just had a falling out that was, but the timing of it, God was working on something specific in both of us where right. we needed to be away from each other. Right. And because the voice of God was louder, I'm like, okay, well, God, you know, I don't want anything that's going to come before you. I want my husband to love God more than he loves me. He can't love me properly if he don't love God first. If you're not, if you're not obedient to God, if you'll lie to God, you'll definitely lie to me. <laughs> if you're going to cheat on God, you'll definitely cheat you know, on me. Yeah. So I need to know what your relationship is like. So how do you, how do you treat that relationship? Right. And then I'm going to look at your family and then I'm going to look at some other things. So I think that those things are critical and important. So, um, absolutely. And I know we're kind of winding down here. Somebody said something earlier about nice somebody being nice. And I, I've, I've heard this comment before. I was trying, I was doing my best as we were coming up with the questions or we were doing our best as we were coming up with the questions to make sure that everyone was heard, that it's not coming from one perspective. And so one thing that I do think um, comes up in a common conversation is um, men often feel like nice guys get passed over. Mm -hmm. And I can't say that that's not necessarily true, um, but I can't say that it's not true either. And and so I'll say from my experience, what's happened in those situations is, and I found it, and Christian men especially, are can tend to be passive. So where a guy in the world, he going to stop, hey, hey, little mama with the court, you know, such and such. He's going to say what he has to say. He's going to get to the number. He's going to ask the questions. He's going to flirt. He's going to whatever. You don't find out that he doesn't, you know, he believes in something totally different until he's been texting good morning for at least 10 days, right? So, but he's aggressive. He's assertive. And he, he, he goes after what he's looking for. And a lot of Christian men, in my experience, what I found, they'll text you to death won't pick up the phone and call. They won't sh make plans, not, you know, we can talk on the phone or we can message or we can whatever, but it's like, hey, can I take you out? Or, hey, can we have a conversation? A lot of the times it doesn't move to that next step. Mm -hmm. So one of the ways that I think that good men can potentially get passed over is not making a move. Shoot your shot. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of churchmen, you feel like there's a hundred women out here and men aren't shooting their shot but women 
If a woman sees a guy that she's looking for, oh, she gonna shoot her shot. We, we'll flirt, we'll say whatever we wanna say, but there's only so much we're gonna do. And a lot of us, I know I'm not of the mind where I'm going around asking men out. I'm not gonna do it. If, you, if you're not assertive enough to ask me out, then I, where I'm following you to, where, where are we going? How, how I'm gonna follow you? I think just going back to that nice thing, I think like spirits draw like spirits. Yeah. Fairly mm. that he's nice and he doesn't, he's not aggressive. It's, um, there's just something else that didn't click. You're a nice person. I'm a nice person, but there's something that didn't fit for you. Yeah. When mm -hmm. women, in my opinion, this is totally, yeah. women find out, okay, there's something lacking in us. We trying to figure out what it is. We got yes. like, okay, girl, your hair ain't right, point me. Your nails ain't yeah. did, point me. Yeah. Your feet ain't yeah. did, point me. But sometimes men don't pick up on what they may need to, to right. work, mm -hmm. right? Because exactly. if you're nice and, and you, your financials are to get, then there's something else that maybe you need to to, to understand. That's, that's when you're having a conversation with your boys, your home. Your, yeah. your girl family members, that's when you take it to the Lord and pray. Like, God, I, I'm a nice dude. You set me up right. What am I missing? Right. It's not just because, again, my opinion, yeah. asking people out either, but um, it's just, it's like spirit. Something is not quite making it for me. I'm, I, I, met a, I met a gentleman, we actually dated for six months, but the first time he ever came to my house to have dinner with me here, he, he walked in the door and he looked around and immediately I, I understood that I wasn't a project enough for him. Yeah. Even his personality needed to fix something. He mm -hmm. needed to swipe the card. He needed to do something to help me be better. Yeah. If you the card or you start throwing dollar signs around, what do you expect in return? Exactly. Body is plucking the fruit from this tree. Mm -hmm. Daddy, that ain't you. Exactly. That's you. I'm not going to try it out neither. So again, I wasn't, it just didn't, you know what I mean? So I'm, yeah. I'm here for the nice guy. Yeah. But if it's not a fit, it's just not a fit. Exactly. That's good because that oh you that's a whole nother show too. Oh, that, um yeah, and, and I think that on some level it could lead into and, and maybe these two conversations go together, right? The idea that a guy can be a nice guy or that he can be intimidated by a woman, because that's a word that gets thrown around a lot too. And so sometimes um I think that there's everything starts out with some level of truth, right? So it comes from somewhere. Those concepts and those experiences come from somewhere. So we're not not validating, but it, it is kind of like understanding that. I do think that there are men who need to feel needed a specific way. And if a woman doesn't show up as a damsel in distress, he doesn't necessarily know how to value her womanhood. He may not see her strength. Oh, you, you know, you don't need me. You don't whatever. But I also think that that goes both ways, right? As women learning how to show a man that I may not need your pocket. 
I may not need this, but I need this from you. And then being vulnerable and vocal about that, that's not something we're necessarily encouraged to do. And it's not easy to do when you're guarding your heart either, right? Because it's like, well, how do you do both? How am I supposed to be vulnerable and guard my heart? And it's yeah. like juggling. It's Delicate like, balance. Right. But the, you know, praying and letting God order our steps is mm -hmm. also important. But I do think that there is a mixture of both. Don't be, you know, fellas, pick up the phone. Don't text us to death. Don't text. Do not do it, you know. Um, and then, you know, pray about it. You know, if you're if you're collecting information, I like what Michelle said earlier about collecting information. Collect information. You have to get in certain spheres and in um and and opportunities to collect information. Sharnice, what do you what are you thinking? Um, yeah, I think that's definitely true. Um, gosh, I just lost my train of thought. Because <laughs> I had something to say, but it went, I, it left my head. Sorry, I saw it going. I was trying to come back to you. I was trying to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I definitely got what I was going to say. <laughs> well, we can, we can come back to it. If you think of it, just interrupt me. I'm going to read um, some of the things that people saying. Uh, yeah, Irene is saying that a lot of guys are into texting. It's not just Christians. That's true. Yeah, that that texting thing is is something. And I think it, you don't know if someone can actually communicate. Like I'm a I'm a speaker. I'm a poet. I'm an author. Words are my thing. If you can't use words properly, then it's going to be a conflict. Now, I'm also not the woman that is going to block a man because he misspelled something. I think that those that happens. And those type of posts and things make me cringe because yeah. I think that that gives the ability for us to be judgmental about things like ultimately, baby, I'll spell for you. I'll be your spell check. Mm -hmm. If you can't spell, I got you. You with the right one. That may that may be the area where God is saying, here's your help me. He can't spell. I got him. But can yeah. he communicate? Can he dialogue? Does he listen? That's what I'm looking for. But but not the rest of that stuff. I can I can work with that. I can fix that. So I think that we have to be careful about those things, too, because I've seen a couple of those posts in Agape where it's like, oh, he, you know, and, other, and, and in other places, it's like, oh, he misspelled this or he said mm -hmm. this. And he and a lot of that can be avoided on the phone. A lot of that can be avoided sitting across the coffee table or going for a walk or mm -hmm. going to bowling. You can see if this person can communicate in dialogue yeah. right. if you're, yeah. you know, in spaces where you um, get an opportunity to connect. Sharnice, did your thought come back yet? Actually, it did come back. Okay, good. <laughs> okay, that's what I say. Okay. Um, from my experience, I've noticed, like, over the course of several years, like, because you were saying how the men in the church are passive, like, most of the guys that approach me are, like, you know, the guys that aren't in the church, and it's, like, the, I guess you would call, it like, the bad boy or the guy that's in the, that's, like, a street guy <laughs> something like that pretty much and i don't really get approached by you know the guys that's in the church or guys that share my same lifestyle and values which i think is odd because i feel like okay how does this person that has nothing in common with me <laughs> at all like see something in me but the guy that i would best like with in a relationship like don't see me so yeah. it's like 
it's kind of frustrating at times but it's like what do you like i mean it's like what do you do because like it's i mean it still happens it, it, yeah. it's been since high school and it's still happening it hasn't changed so yeah. it's like what do you like do because that leaves that pretty much leaves me with like no one to date because i'm like i can't date this guy that's interested in me and see me because we don't share the same lifestyle so it's like what do you do yeah <laughs> i just know that the ball is being dropped somewhere because if 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 I guess you can use the term worldly I don't know um, if worldly gentlemen are not afraid to shoot the shot but church gentlemen are where's the disconnect yeah are we teaching gentlemen in our homes how to you know Shakima said it earlier about learning how to date are we teaching our young men how to date are we teaching our Christian young men how to approach a woman because that it sounds like a bigger issue because it's because yeah. worldly dudes don't have a problem hollering at you mm -hmm. and 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 just a word to the wise to my Christian brothers it's kind of sexy when a man is a little aggressive <laughs> yeah so y'all don't be timid you know yeah. <laughs> you know it's a good look but that it just it just makes me wonder where's the disconnect if, if, if you have these other brothers that have no problem hey shawty what's your number then what's going on you know what's what's the, what's contributing to this behavior in the church yeah again it's, it goes back to what we're taught again there's yeah. one person for one person and that's yeah. it and they mm -hmm. should church and if they don't go to your church then they're probably not yeah. But listen, I told y'all, there's not one single man in my church. So what does that mm -hmm. mean? Yeah. We know that means Shakima needs to go places where people are. Right. Exactly. Right. I have a brand. I have a network. I just need to venture out. But we're taught that mm -hmm. you cannot date. Dating is not a thing, usually. Yeah. It, you court to marry. But if there's nobody even for you to, like, where do you even start? Right. So, and trip over themselves trying to figure it out after mm -hmm. them, right? Mm -hmm. Not that we got to start this early, but that I do think that we need healthy relationships and marriages mm -hmm. in the church if we're yeah. going to be in there. Exactly. That oh, mentorships. It is nothing wrong with you grabbing a dude, you know, another guy grabbing a guy like, hey, let me spend some time because we're missing yeah. the fathers. The fathers are missing. Yeah. And we need to teach those lessons. Real quick story. I was in the gym yesterday with my children. And that's a whole nother level because when they find out you got children, they don't want to hear it. It is over. Nobody <laughs> knows that they have a daughter in a doctor program, a son that's a Marine, and two other people. Mm -hmm. Nobody in the Ain't nobody ever been to jail. They want to hear that. You got kids, you out. But I was in the gym with my son and I was trying to show him how to use a piece of equipment. And one of the guys just walked over to me. I've never seen this man in my life. Some, you know, gym rat. He's like, Oh my God, you're starting them early. I was like, yeah, we all came together as a family is what we do. So he's like, do you mind if I show him something? Bingo. And my first thought was, where are my brothers? Where are my brothers? Yes. My Christian brothers. Why nobody in the church came and said, hey, can I show your son? Because mm -hmm. that it just doesn't exist. The women Was he single? Did he have a ring on, sis? Like well, I, I, he wasn't exactly the right color. Okay, okay. okay. I'm saying, wait a minute. No. <laughs> Like milk, mm -mm. <laughs> pray for me. 
I got, look, I got it. I, I look, I understand. I, I caught that. I caught what you were throwing. Yeah. And, and that's a whole nother conversation because I know, you know, people say open, you know, open it up or whatever. And some of, you know, a preference is a preference. And I, I do think that there's nothing wrong with preferences. Yeah. Um, and, and God understanding how we're wired. Uh, and so for some people that will work, some people that won't work. So I definitely understand and respect that. But but to your point, I think that there is a there is a the concept of like good men are missing in public, in space yeah. where we can visually see you. Well said. In well spaces said. where it's not even about, and, and I'll say like my, my experience is a little bit different because my circle is so solid. Like I had male mentors for my son and I had, you know, so, but I created that it was intentional and I physically built it, but it doesn't naturally happen on its own. I will say that. Um, and so literally had to create a network of men. When my son turned 21, I had 21 good men write him letters and men that I knew that I personally tapped on the shoulder. That was something intentional because I wanted him to know that he had that many men backing him and they knew him enough to write. But that that was, that was you know, that's not common. That's not, it's not common. It's not something that naturally happens, but, but it's something that should, right? And so I'd say too, when it comes to, um, to, you know, to men, and we're talking about not being passed over or not being overlooked by a good woman. Sometimes it's also showing up for something specific, right? Mm -hmm. Knowing that your neighbor needs help shoveling her snow. You're single. She's single. It doesn't have to be you flirting with her because I'm not, I don't, I believe that the friend zone is only, it's, it, that's fake. Friend zone is how somebody takes it. There's no such thing as a friend zone. Either we're friends or we're not. Right. And uh, and 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 you not having access to me in the way that you want is not part. You, that's a whole nother, a whole nother conversation. But um, I think that being kind and just showing up as godly men in spaces where we can see it. So even if it's not you helping us, but I see you helping somebody else, maybe that, oh, the, you know, you might catch my eye or you, you might be seen in spaces. And I think women doing the same thing, being public and being being um, vocal and showing up in spaces where men can see, no, there are good women, um, good, great, godly women that are, um, that are around and we don't want anything from you. We want to see you healed. We want to see you whole. We're going to pray for you and not ask anything from you. So I think that, I think that that's something that needs to happen both ways. Um, so I know we're wrapping up. Um, so I, I guess we would say, does anybody have any closing thoughts before Omar comes in and, and snatches the mic back? Maybe Sharnice, do you want to start? Is it? I know we 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 put you on last a lot. Do you want to start off our closing remarks? Um, that's no, no, that's fine. I don't have anything else to say. <laughs> well, thank you so much for your contribution. No You're problem. Welcome. Awesome. Um, okay. Just right off the cuff, um, there are good women out here looking for good men. I mean, not active. You know, I'm from the mm -hmm. old don't pursue but we're here for mutual pursuit. we just need to find each other you know we just need to sit down have conversations we need to be in open spaces 
both of us on both sides. And we need to be upfront with what, you know, what it is, especially when you're on our side of, of the age thing. There, we're not 20 anymore. Ain't nobody trying to do struggle love. That ain't what we're doing. But I can help, we can help each other where we are, mm -hmm. right? Up front. Tell me what I need to know up front and let me make a decision whether that's something I want to deal with or not. And don't be mad if I say no. And mm -hmm. let's let's move on if I say yes. So there are good women who are looking for good men to mm -hmm. move. To ride off into the sunset with we just want to live a life yes with the passport yes with the mm -hmm. my finances are secure we can go where we want we want all of that and we're here we are here actively waiting we're praying for you all we want to be your peace we have uh captured peace where we are so we want to share that with you yes we do yeah. right so anyway that's my thought exactly good all that's right my my thoughts exactly. We are not passing you over. That I don't wake up with an agenda to pass someone over. That's not my purpose. That's not my plan. We're here to support you, undergird you. Like Shakima said, we're here. We just need you to show up, you know? So show up and we'll be here to support you. We'll be here to be your peace. We'll be here to be your good thing. <laughs> we just need you to show up. Well, I have truly enjoyed this conversation. I think you all have said um, what needs to be said in this space uh, and grateful to Agape for um, having us and hosting us and giving us the opportunity to share our opportunities and perspectives. I'm, I'm curious and I'm, and I'm eager to see what the other women share. Um, I think all you all are amazing and brilliant praying God's best for you. I know, you know, they're they're coming, they're coming, they're coming, and so I I think that the the thing with us is just all to be patient and to understand that, um, not let our lists and 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 um our past experiences and and past hurts, you know, and and this goes for men as well, you know, for men and women, all of us to do the work that we need to do so we can be God's best, so we can attract God's best. And that, you know, we're all doing that so we can do that. So we can all ride off into the sunset. I love it. All right, Omar, I know you're here. I'm going to bring you back on and see if you have any thoughts about what we said or questions or any of that. Oh, wow. You know what? Um, I, 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 I had some questions and then it sort of like went, went out of my head, just like Shawnice earlier. And I didn't even write them down. I was like, oh, I got a question for this. Oh, and then I was like, oh, man. You know, so, but this is y'all night. This is the night to where y'all can express your views, your opinions, and your concerns concerning the topic in of itself. So this was your night. All right. <laughs> and, that, yeah, and this was the purpose. Uh, for having women give their thoughts on this particular matter without the intervention of men, because we had our turn. Now it's your turn, you know, at the same time. So uh, before we go, um, I, I would like each one of you to give your love handles. Uh, well, not love handles, my goodness. <laughs> You're so sure, here y'all go. Look, here y'all go. <laughs> Here y'all go. Here y'all go. Hey, 
<laughs> Lord have mercy. I meant your social media handle. <laughs> well, I'll go first first since mine is on there. Uh, yeah, but if y'all want these love handles, y'all can have those too. <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, so I'm Asha Watson. I'm Asha J. Watson on all social media. So that's consistently how I show up everywhere. Um, you can, uh, Facebook or or um, Instagram as Shakima underscore Wilson. You can find me on YouTube as one mom, two girls, two boys, eight in all. I'm going to put that in the chat. I mean, in the comments, just in case anybody is looking for that, where we chronicle um, coffee, coupons, and Jesus. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> um, I can be found on Facebook. Um, you can search for Path Life Professional Coaching. Path Life Professional Coaching on Facebook. Um, my Instagram is fitness. And then my Facebook is just Sharnice Atkinson. Can you say your Instagram again? I didn't catch it. Fitness SJA. Okay. Oh, yeah. See, she going to really get rid of these love handles. Go on, Sharnice. Help us out. <laughs> I love it. There it is. Awesome. All right. Well, Omar, the floor is yours. Thank you. Well, Thank sure. you for creating this space and creating you. balance. Allow, you know, having the men have the conversation and then having the wisdom to create balance mm -hmm. and create a safe space and a safe environment for us to be able to tell our stories and our experiences prayerfully. Something was said that, you know, I, I definitely learned something from all of you here. So if nobody else got anything, I did. So I'll be selfish. Thank you. Um, but no, I'm grateful for the opportunity. So thank you for the space. Thank you. No, you're welcome. Welcome very much. So uh, we're going to have another one, uh, part two. And ladies still, still can join uh, if you want to, if you're available. Um, and so uh, maybe we have like two or three other people we know that's going to be joining next week as well. So that's going to be on Wednesday um, on the 10th um, at same time, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for those who want to chime in on the conversation. That That's really uh, that's really a part three because the men did like part one, just like part two, it's going to be like a part three. So and so that's going to be next week. And so we'll keep everyone informed about any other uh, live discussions that I'm pretty much sure going to have here on Agape Love Network. So just stay tuned with this channel. We have our official channel, which is on, uh, which is Agape Love Network, you know, plus magazine. Uh, also, uh, we have our YouTube channel. And same name. Uh, so before we go, I just want to let everybody know that we have our magazine that's out right now. This is our edition magazine. The next magazine will actually be out in September. It will be out in September. Uh, I, I'm going to probably launch it probably between the 1st and the 15th. I get a date when it's actually finished. Um, pretty much this magazine was pretty much edited and done everything, you know, myself. <laughs> you know, God bless me to do that, you know. And so um, that's the new brand for Agape Love Network because we're not just a network about pairing people up. We are about giving resources and tools yes. so that people can actually use and also to include you in it, you know? So and so this magazine is to help you promote your brand, uh, put you out there, to share stories, 
and, and just see singles and couples see the positive light of things as well. You know, we, we are podcasting uh, as well. So, and that's pretty much it. I just want to just thank each and every single one of you for actually coming on tonight and just expressing your views. So keep more of that. You know, we have guy talk. We're going to have more of women talk. <laughs> so that's going to be like, we, we was going to do that a long time ago, you know, but it's sort of like fizzled out. And so we're going to try to get this rolling again where we'll just have the women talk and then just have the guys talk. They hear enough of, enough of us. <laughs> you know, so we're going to get the women in there. You have some balance. Yes, that's balance. right. That's some balance. Okay? Yeah. And that's pretty much it. You know, um, just stay on for a couple of seconds. And then uh, right now, uh, we're just going to close out. Okay? God bless you and have a wonderful evening. Good night.